0: do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Yeah. Like, a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count
1: it off? 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3. 1, 2, 3. 1, 2, three. 1, 2, 1, two, 1, two, 1, 1, 1. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the African American Man Podcast Show, the Tough Love Messenger. It, I, I am your host. King Vision. Our message and agenda is encouraging accountability, leadership among the African American man within our communities. You can find us at ITRNRadio.com. Hello, hello, hello. As we come upon Mother's Day, I would like to take a couple of minutes to welcome mothers uh, this coming Sunday. May the 14th, to all men, to all women, daughters, sons, this is a time for you to appreciate your mother. And although Sunday is a special day, I would like to add now is the time to appreciate your mother every single day. She carried you for nine months, she took care of you after that, and I'm pretty sure at this point in time, she still is continuing to take care of you and the family. So again, let's appreciate our mothers. And also, I'd like to take a couple of minutes to give homage to one of our great, great pioneers and leaders, Brother Harry belafonte he has just left us this year has gone on to do great things in heaven because i'm sure he's going to heaven lady future let's clip it
2: icon and harry belafonte who passed away at 96 here are the top five ways he changed not only black culture but american history Released in 1956, Harry Belafonte's third studio album, Calypso, is the first long-play album to sell over one million records. In 1960, Harry Belafonte becomes the first Black actor to win an Emmy Award. Ever wondered who was behind the hit fundraising song, We Are The World? What well, was Harry Fonte? The song was written in 1984 and raised over $62 million. It featured megastars such as Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, and Bob Dylan. Keeping true to his musical roots, Harry Belafonte produced one of the first movies about hip-hop and breakdancing in the 1984 movie, Beach Street. And last but not least, Harry Belafonte's commitment to the civil rights movement is second to none. He financed The 1961 Freedom Rise, the Birmingham campaign in 1963, he bailed out Martin Luther King Jr. from the Birmingham City Jail and raised $50,000 to bail out the other activists. He also, in 1963, helped organize the March on Washington. In 1964, he raised $60,000 along with Sidney Poitier for the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. Talk about a hell of a legacy.
1: Now I would like to also say thank you, Brother Harry Belafonte and to all of the generations after him, these are the type of black men that we and myself had an opportunity to look up to and had the opportunity to experience their greatness, their unity their passion for their people, no matter how successful they are, they could see the future and they were the future. Now my question to us brothers today, where are the Harry Belafontes of our time? Often I ask the same question. Where's our Martin Luther King of our time? Where's the Malcolm X? Where's the megger Everts? And we have so many more. So when we say have things really changed and things are better for us, maybe financially, but in terms of the cultural collectivity and the direction that we were going in, in the early 60s and late 60s and early 70s, that has completely been erased. And it is up to the African-American man to bring that back. Lady Future, let's clip it. Prison initiative
3: uh, just got out of court in
1: Fortin County, getting a
3: great deal for my client, even says the judge. Um, but I just wanna give you guys a don't go to prison tip about changing the paradigm. Anytime you hear about a former drug lord or watch a documentary or TV series about a former drug empire, That did nothing but flood the black community with drugs and add to the prison industrial complex and the chemical warfare against our people. We shouldn't think boss. We shouldn't think King and we damn sure shouldn't think man. We should think race traitor. Anytime you hear about a gang or someone that became an OG in a gang and put in work and was on the yard putting in work and was a so-called shot caller because they called shots against people in our community we shouldn't think boss we shouldn't think real man we should think race traitor we should think soldier but not soldier for our people but soldier for the enemy the people that want to see our people incarcerated and in the grave let's change the paradigm it is foolish to look up to and glorify people that added nothing but death disease and destruction to our community don't go to prison peace
1: i gotta tell you i really admire this young man Although he's an attorney, and I'm sure that particular client was a black man, because it motivated him to talk about the challenges that we face. And I myself have often wondered, and I don't need to say the brother's name, but when they flood drugs into our community, and when I hear society or black media saying that the white man flooded the community with drugs. But when you go get your drugs, and I'm talking about the transaction, the actual transaction of money being exchanged, the hand is black. The hand gives you the drugs, and the black hand gives you the money. So, as he just said, so eloquently, race traitor. That's what you are. And you're destroying our community. And you have a choice. And many of us take the choice of dealing drugs. In some cases, that's all they can do. But is that truly the case? Is it that's all they can do? Or they don't want to put in the hard work of getting their education, as this attorney has done for himself. Lady Future, let's clip it.
4: I hate people who hate black love. You know what I hate? I hate people who promote black ignorance. You know what I hate? I hate the idea of black people wanting to uh, kill each other. I hate the idea of ignorance being promoted in the black community. I hate the idea of broken families. So in that regard, I am the ultimate hater. So yes, if if it's messed up, if it's stupid, I'm not scared to say it. I'm going to keep on saying it and I'm going to keep on hating. I'm going to hate to the day I die because I hate everything that is destroying our people.
1: And that's brother. Dr. Boyce Watkins and I got to tell you as I continue my journey and my part of what I can do to help the black community I admire many of us highly educated black men now speaking the truth about the issues in our community And while we have great things going on, we see many brothers graduate from college. We see many sisters graduating from college. We'll see three or four, whether it be four African American men, four African American sisters. Yes, they're the first judge ever. Anytime that we're saying in the 21st century, the first African American person in anything, that tells you that we're really, really, really behind as long as we've been here. Now, what I can say is I admire the tenacity of our people. There is greatness, and we say this all the time, but it's now time for you to clearly not just look at your personal success, it's time for you to implement your success into your community. And I mean it needs to be almost 100%. Yes, you have a life to live. Yes, you have a family. But in the end, so goes the community, so goes your family. Lady Future, let's clip it. I'm telling y'all
5: that. Because they get on me, like I say, all the time. They, oh, your page calls Voice of the Ancestors, and you telling people not to vote. Well, I'm telling them to vote when reparations is on the table for what happened to their ancestors. Oh, reparations? They start bucking their eyes because it was never about their ancestors. They Many Negroes don't give a damn about their ancestors. The only time they bring up their ancestors is when they're trying to shame somebody. Shame you into voting. Shame you into marching. They don't honor ancestors on Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street, who build an economic empire. They don't honor them. They don't honor the ancestors on Rosewood, Florida, by practicing group economics in Nicodemus, Kansas, and them New Mexico, over there in Jackson Ward, Auburn Avenue here, the Browning community in Mississippi. When we bring up group economics, they, they go out their way to, oh, that ain't going to work. Oh, no, group economics ain't powernomics. That ain't going to work. We can't. Black people ain't got no money. You don't honor your ancestors, then. You don't honor the Black Panther Party who are out here whooping ass. You don't honor your brothers and sisters and your ancestors that were in Newark, New Jersey, going toe to toe with the police, fighting back. When it's time to fight back, then niggas don't bring up their ancestors. You don't honor Malcolm when you say by any means necessary, because all you niggers, Negroes, really want to do is by any vote necessary. You willing to do, but the voting is the line. All right, I ain't finna do nothing past voting now. Lord, because that's too wrong. Don't make a right. Nigga, start with that coon speech. You did.
1: You know, I'd really admire him because he's not holding back at all. And he's again, he has his show and he's clearly advocating for black power. And when I hear other people talk about what happened to all of those black communities many years ago. We have a remedy for that. And let me tell you the remedy. The remedy is there's a group of brothers in Detroit, which I am proud to mention, called the New Era Detroit. They're out in the community, but all of these brothers are in black and they have AK-47s. And what they're doing is they're protecting the community. And if there's a crime, that exists in any of the communities, they're on the scene and they're searching door to door looking for that criminal. Because as they say, you don't find the politicians in the community. That's just a word. But in New Era Detroit's philosophy, the community is the people. So if you're not among the people trying to make a change, then you're just talking. And there's another group that's around that can protect our community. It's called the NFC. Now, I try not to use uh, profanity, but it stands for N, not, F, fucking, A, around, C, coalition. They're also a group that has the ability to carry guns. So all we have to do is subcontract these two groups in any of the communities in the coming future that we're trying to make, like a Black Wall Street or Rosewood. We have what it takes because we understand this is not going to ever happen to us again. And although we say never, the only way this is going to happen is as, as I said, we'll be in economic slavery in the future, is if when generation X is gone, and the baby boomers are gone, because at that point is generation Y left. And when generation Y becomes in their late 50s, early 60s, when they reach 70, I can only imagine what our communities will look like And because of the way that we conduct ourselves in our community, what our communities will look like by year 2065, and the government doesn't have to take us into consideration about any decision that they decide to make, because it's happening right now with that situation in Tennessee. But I don't wanna continue with that. Lady Future, let's clip it
6: they banned dunking, but it was a blessing in disguise. From birth, Lou Alcindor was massive. He was born two feet tall and grew to 6'8 by 13. He destroyed the New York high school scene and committed to UCLA to play for John Wooden. As a 7'2 freshman, Lou led UCLA to an undefeated season and national championship. He averaged 29 points and 16 boards, and the NCAA higher-ups felt something had to be done. They felt he had too much advantage playing above the rim, so they banned dunking. Publicly, they claimed the ban was to ensure player safety, but it was obvious what had been done. The band fueled Lou, who knew he could dominate no matter the rules, and the Skyhook was born. Lou perfected the unblockable shot and won another two titles. Lou, who soon became Kareem, took his Skyhook to the NBA, where it was arguably even more deadly. He won six titles, six MVPs, and nobody has ever been able to replicate his shot.
1: And so it leads me into part of my last statement. They passed a ruling in the sixties that no more dunking in college or collegiate basketball. And as the gentleman said, we really know what that's about, but I like the way he kind of, not necessarily uh, brushed over it, but when we think of higher ups, do we think of Asians? Do we think of Hispanic? Do we think of Armenians? Do we think of African-Americans? No. Higher-ups mean white folks. So Kareem came up with this shot. He was not going to be deterrent from his ability to be successful. And those are the type of things that we had to deal with and the challenges that we had to overcome. I mention this because don't say, quote, unquote, what the higher-ups won't do so again let's stay focused on the prize and the prize is our community and the prize is our african-american black men coming together and making a difference and rebuilding our communities so we have prosperous communities for generations to come lady future let's clip it
6: the domain of a white power structure Racism—it's a systematic thing. It belongs to you. You cannot. When they say reverse racism, when did I start owning white people, or owning banks to deny them, or owning a judiciary? But they get to co-opt these words that mean a thing, and then it actually gives a credence. Here's how you know that America is not the equal place it says it is. If a white man can tell me what history I can learn in 2023, it tells you we're not equal. What What is it about denying us our right to if we have inflation, high gas prices, the eggs are high. What about black people not learning black history makes your life any better? Harry Tubman ain't shooting up your schools.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Frederick Douglass ain't making your gas prices high. What about denying us our history makes your life better? What it is, is the fact that you can keep somebody subservient. Don't tell me we're equal when a white man can tell me what I can learn. And that be the premise to the nomination for the presidency of the United States of
1: America. Now, you know, D.L. Hughley, although he's a comedian, comedian, this brother is extremely deep. And me, myself, I look up to the brother. Because he gives you different perspectives, but he's always right on point. And as he said, the white man will come up with all these different words, or this the white community, or society, however way we want to look at it, and make up these things. But here's the thing. Why are they saying that? Are they testing the waters to see where we fight back? But if they're thinking like this now, you can't learn your history now, in 2023, then let me add another 30 years, and that's just three decades from now. They're going to say, no African Americans can be on the street after dark. And so 30 plus 70, that's 100. You ain't gonna be here. 30 plus 60, that's 90. You might, might not, but even if you're here, what impact can you have on your community? 50 plus 30, that's 80. You might not make it, but you're definitely gonna have some challenges physically. So what impact will you have on your community? So you see where I'm going with this. Once the baby boomers are gone, generation X and generation Y. It's really all over if we have not started to rebuild our communities and make them self-sufficient in every possible avenue. Lady Future, let's clip it. Why do I say black men are behind in wealth?
7: We like to show money. We don't like to grow money. That's really the only way I can put it. You know, we like to look rich, but we don't build wealth. Somebody always taught, someone once taught me that rich is flashy and wealth is quiet. And too often we feel the need to, uh, to drive our wealth around. Nothing wrong with a nice car uh, to wear our wealth around. But when it's time to really put in, we don't do that. You know, whenever I talk to a lot of men, when they say, man, I'm from this hood, I'm from that hood. The first question I ask is, well, do you own real estate in that, pro- in that hood? And when they say no, I say, well, quit claiming that shit. You, you're, you're just a tenant. That's not your hood. So we've been taught essentially to hustle for the cherry on top and not the cake. And it ain't nothing wrong with having nice shit, but you can't hustle for the nice shit. You got to hustle for the legacy. You know, this culture has, has led us down a path of essentially not really having shit to show for, you know, for anything. You know, if you, if you can, uh, you know how I feel about the culture, right? I said that the, 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 the foundation of the culture essentially is get high, get drunk, fuck bitches and kill niggas. Nowhere in there does this tell you, and buy real estate.
8: yeah.
7: And so that's why. That's, that's why we struggle so much, because we focus on the wrong things within our culture. But now we have men like, like these on this panel, men like yourself, who are, are dedicated to creating a new culture that's, that's rooted in, in economics and rooted in, in owning your communities.
1: Again, we're going in the right direction. We're having brothers at the Black Summit, taking the leadership but it's time for us to really listen to what he's saying. And what he mentioned is there is a completely different culture that we live by. And so as time goes on, the evolution of change, we're gonna find that we can't change it because now rather than it being, and I'm just using a number, just a percent so I can give you an idea. If right now, sake of argument, you can find 10,000 African-American men thinking the way this brother thinks. By year 2053, you might be able to find 500. So what that means is we have less chances of being successful. Because of what we didn't do, the plants, the seeds that we didn't sow in our community. And here's the thing you can plant something, but if you don't cultivate it, if you don't nurture it, it won't grow to its fullest potential. And part of reaching your fullest potential is your environment that you come up in. Lady Future. Let's clip it.
4: Douglas has a beautiful quote that I, that I live by. It is easier to create strong children than to repair broken men. So it's important. You know, if you don't think that athletes should be articulate, you need to go watch interviews with this man. You need to watch our interviews of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. There's a bar. Muhammad Ali spoke just as well as Jim Um, as, as Jim Brown, spoke just as well as Dick Gregory, spoke just as well as Malcolm X. You know what I mean? So my thing is black people should be articulate. And beyond that, from an education standpoint, education is truly the easiest evening factor. And I'm not just talking about college, the education of trade. (laughs) A doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer is a high-end trade. Those high-end trades are dope and valuable and needed, whether doctor, law, and engineer. But as are trades that are not considered high-end. Mm-hmm. I don't argue with my plumber. I don't argue with my lawyer, cause I don't clean up my own shit. That's just the truth. I'm not. Gonna, I got to clean up this shit. How, how much you charge now? Okay, again, that's true, argue. dog. Have you ever argued with your lawyer, or your employer? No. no. How much is it gonna cost to get this shit fixed? <laughs> we you don't even shit. negotiate. So we need to teach our children that that education is as important. So when I'm talking about tradespeople, welders, carpenters, floor layers brick masons all of that education is important it's also important that a plumber read charles bukowski or oscar wilde or mark twain as it is a lawyer or doctor we all should have fundamental love of learning
1: now again this is brother killer mike as he conveys and drops some serious nuggets on our african-american men are we picking up those nuggets or are we ignoring those nuggets, and again, that's the challenge that we face. Lady Future, let's clip it.
7: Eighty percent mindset, twenty percent skill set. Right mindset, you can master any skill set. If you can teach young men right how to develop the mind of a man, because a man is his mind right your ability to take ideas out your head and bring them into reality that's how i know if you're a real man right. you understand me otherwise i can't tell if your mind working at all right. you just chasing women against some dollars that's low level activity that's right. easy That's low-hanging, nothing. low hanging fruit right yeah. but what is the vision that we
1: have for black america now again with all these different philosophies and what i mean by philosophies and visions that these men have evaluated. Now, generally, when you hear people speak, I always like to call them educated historians, but either way, they're educated, and they're able to communicate in a way that, shall I say, educated people can understand, but I also feel even layman people can understand. And as Killer Mike mentioned, and as this Muslim brother mentioned, there's a skill set that you can get, and we should start to focus and drive our young black men to get a vocational skill, because in my estimation, in the future, people that have homes, they won't be selling them because the light will maybe finally click in, or should I say click on. And what I mean by that is, they may find themselves remodeling their homes, changing uh, the landscaping, repairing the roof. There, There needs to be somebody to be able to do that work. Now here's the challenge. Will you hire African American men to do the work? Or are you going to hire the Hispanics to do the work as you are demonstrating right now in this uh, day and age? And it needs to be a cultural shift. And what that means is we need to only give our money and our works to our own people to give them an opportunity. And again, that's going to be a serious um, commitment and a hell of a change in mindset in the coming years. But we don't have any choice. It has to happen. Lady Future, let's clip it.
8: Very firmly fixed in your mind. You're not here for a parlor discussion. It's not something to talk about that's nice. If you don't get reparations, black folk you're through in this country. Maybe be that very specific for you. You see, what's happening to black Americans is that black Americans have been systematically socially engineered into the lowest level of a real-life monopoly game. You do not own and control a sufficient amount of anything to be competitive in America. And you get, you've been marginalized now for 400 years, you're getting ready to be buried. You get buried least a whole broad groups of ambiguous groupings. That's everything from culture groups, language groups, and gender groups. You're going down. You, it's no longer an issue. You better get reparations and get it fast. Hear about reparations, get this very firmly fixed in your mind. You're not here for a polar discussion. It's not something to talk about that's nice. If you don't get reparations, black folk you're through in this country. Maybe that very specific for you. You see, what's happening to black Americans <clears throat> is that black Americans have been systematically socially engineered into the lowest level of a real-life monopoly game. You do not own and control a sufficient amount of anything to be competitive in America and you're getting, you've been marginalized now for 400 years, you're getting ready to be buried. You get buried least a whole broad groups of ambiguous groupings. That's everything from culture groups, language groups, and gender groups. You're going
1: down. What I like about Claude Anderson's approach, and that's why I played it twice, is that he can see if certain things aren't done, we're going down. And he has been advocating this vision He has been communicating this and he's not holding back. But if you don't respect the brother, if you don't respect his vision, or let's say I'm using the word don't respect, you don't understand his vision. But there's one thing you should be able to understand you're going down. And that doesn't mean you're going up. So, what that means is, We're not gonna have a chance, and whatever society gives us, we're gonna have to accept. Because again, we didn't cultivate our community because our African-American men abandoned the community. You need to come back, and we need to work together collectively, men, because we have to protect our wives, our women, and our children because our children are the future and we gotta give them and prepare them for the world that they're about to see Lady Future, let's clip it
9: This environment that has been created and corrupted and manipulated does not respect women, does not respect children, does not respect men, it cares nothing for family. If that is the society that we want to live in, then we need to see how crazy we are really. The world is in the condition that it is in because of the disrespect of the woman. There's so much that we place around her because as we are also taught that when you teach a man, you are teaching an individual. When you teach a woman, you are teaching a nation every prophet came from the womb of a woman every intelligent strong powerful man and woman came from the womb of a woman so that's why they have to attack mother and remove father because before you can get to her you have to get through him every wise nation has security and the man is supposed to be that security can a woman secure too of course are there female warriors absolutely however because of her value because a whole nation comes out of her so you must be protected and the man having that essential position by nature so someone who knows that about you will do their best to make sure you are removed because there is a standard of conditioning that has to take place man woman child if i want to get to that i have to remove your protector because he is watching To make sure that everything that goes on in this environment is safe and secure. That's why they have to attack masculinity. Because they know, damn, if there's real men around here, we can't really do what we want to do. And if there are real women, we for damn sure can't do what we want to do. Because she's going to protect that child. He's going to protect that woman. And they both are going to protect society.
1: Now, he couldn't have put it any easier for us to understand. but again. He mentioned man, okay, and that's the key. And that's what needs to be done. I don't need to add anything else to what the young man said, other than I give you high fives and big props. Lady Future, let's clip it.
0: Americans, because I worked in the black marketing department at Coca-Cola mm-hmm where we were selling coke to our people and the vice president came in and said okay we are now African Americans we were like alrighty African (laughs) I heard this white woman was sitting next to me and she said to another white woman they don't know who they are wow that's what I said Mm. and and I'm going to take my wig off and I'll be honest (laughs) I did not know what to say to her Mm. I didn't know what to say to her but in a way it's kind of true though. That's why I didn't know what to say. Yeah. But african Americans seems to be sticking now. I just think
5: we should
1: just... Again, it doesn't make a difference where we are, what boardroom, they feel comfortable disrespecting us. But again, the two sisters having that conversation She really couldn't say anything because we've been colored, we've been Negroes, Negroes, African American, Afro, Black, you name it, we've had it. But what I like at the end, it does appear that there's a movement that we are identifying with our motherland Africa and I don't care how you want to slice it when you look into your DNA you are from Africa you just so happen to be born in America so you are African American lady future let's clip it
10: black men dancing behind the devil twerking and all that awful on TV can we stop doing that can we bring back shows like Teen Summit where brothers and sisters are sitting around talking trying to come to some type of conclusion of what's good because we already know what's happening in the world when are we gonna get some people bold enough to make black television representable and helpful to the people not the sh- that we watching you want to go through BET's programming, and you want to tell me that's there to help black people? No, we can't keep doing this, man. If that's what you're gonna do, you're really just destroying the race or helping destroy the race. So make sure that that programming for the children to watch is some programming we could be proud of.
1: As I continue this show, you are hearing more and more people not really supporting the direction that we're going in. Now, again, the challenge is, how do you change it? And it starts with the African-American man that is successful. As earlier clips have mentioned, you got to lose the ego. And you have to walk in the meeting or the summit with what I can do. To make our community better. Not saying what you can do, but what can you do physically to make a difference? Lady Future, let's clip it. It's it's really true.
0: Yes, it's true that men are have gotten very delusional. Well, they always been delusional. You know what I'm saying? And that that is why I'm here saying this. Everybody is kind of just waking up. Some of us way woke up a long time ago. Um, Some of us woke up like five, six years ago. And some of us are still, you know, coming online now. So give it a couple of more years. I'm going to say by 2025, they will be able to um, own up to their shit. I do have faith in men, especially black ones. I have faith in black men. They're going to get it together. They just need a little more time because they are a little slow. You know, it's it's pride. They are very prideful. And I understand why they have had to be. So just give them some time. They'll get it.
1: I love when our sisters come together and speak on the truth. And men are slower. And it doesn't make a difference in what culture. Typically, men are slower than girls. Or shall I say women. But let me back it up in terms of the beginning. You have a boy, you have a girl. The girl is always much smarter and more mature than the boy. Now, add that to being African American with no father in the house, no black role model in the black community. And this is why we're where we're at. Lady Future, let's clip it. (laughs)
10: <laughs> um but uh, i'm just kidding i have to thank you a fabulous businessman because i remember a couple years ago i said what you doing at the hotel you're like well i get all my companies that i work with together and we sit in the room says how can we help each other i said what he says all the companies that i do commercial with it's called the shack summit yeah he said the shack summit he <laughs> says i bring them together And I I, I was like, wow, that's very impressive. And so I give you credit, big fella. That's your idea. That's your brainchild right there.
1: I'm telling you, I was good first and fourth grade. Now, this is Shaq. And a lot of people know Shaq is successful. Now, maybe he does have the African-American man or the African-American youth men uh, summit where they try to have discussion about making our community better, but I don't think so. And with the Shaq Summit, all of those agencies that he works with that makes millions and millions of dollars, I venture to say maybe 1% to 2% have an African-American man in that room. Lady Future, let's clip it.
4: At one little thing. And so they're really good at doing XYZ, but maybe they don't know how to do ABC. That means that when you go to masterminds, you're able to meet people that have different skill sets than yours. And that's one of the biggest things that I find valuable in masterminds is meeting people that know how to do the things that maybe I don't want to do or I don't know how to do. That provides an opportunity for me to team up with them and eventually become business partners, investors together, and really build a community of people who are there to help each other, to provide value to each other, and
1: take things to the next level. Now this culture has been in their community for over a hundred years. Back in the day, it was considered bartering. But again, I bring this up because this is a young white man talking about what they do and they call it the mastermind. So they bring skill sets together. Now I know I'm not the only one that knows this, and I know that most professional African-American men and women that have worked for corporations understand collaboration because you're beginning to hear it more and more. We just have to bring it back home. Lady Future, let's clip it. They're
0: in jail in 1994. He didn't mind going to jail. He would say, well, judge, why are you bothering me? I can go to jail. Just go ahead and do it. I don't want to deal with your probation conditions and your anger management. And I'm not going to talk to the guy that I hit and resolve it so I cannot go to jail. I'll just do the year. We used to pick cotton. Now we are the cotton. We are the product in the system, in the paid prisons that they make money off of. And they count on you guys not being able to handle your emotions. So you go. Not over millions of dollars. Not over the health and welfare of your wife and children. Some words. Every brother I sent to prison didn't know what the fight was about. All he knew is how he felt about it. I am my ego. I can't take that. I can't be disrespected. I need you to sit whatever nonsense happened today down.
1: Because it matters to me what happens to my people. And this is a judge. And you can, can you imagine and you can hear it? The pain in her voice. Because of how these young men come to her court. And their way of thinking. And that's only because the black father's absent in the home. And the black role role model in the community is non-existence. Lady Future, let's clip it.
11: Guy and a white guy. And I said, man, I want to go to heaven. He said, God, right down the road. I said, well, how far? I said, just a half a mile. He said, but your name ain't on the list, Bernie. You know your name ain't on the goddamn list. I said, well, wait a minute, man. I said, I'm going to try. He said, well, you got one more chance to make it. If you can go down there and you ask the Lord a question and he can't answer it, you might get into heaven. And I whispered something to the Lord. And he looked at me. And he looked down. He looked down. He said, mm. Open the gate! I walked on in. The white guy said, that's bullshit, man. How the fuck did he get in there? That's bullshit. He said, hey, Father, what did the black guy ask you? He asked me, "When was black people ever gonna
1: stick together?" <laughs> now, I love this because it comes from a comedic uh, perspective. But again, most of our black comedians—they're natural historians themselves. But he sent a message there in a comedic way, and I just want to say, have a little fun again, Lady Future.
9: Let's clip it. Listen, their party. Everyone does not include us in everything that they do. There has to be a point of division in order for us to separate and then unite among the like minded of our people. So let's make this very clear. When We say we want to call people out. Let's make this all the way clear. Everyone knows who is real and who is not, because there are some of us who are banned from every damn way because of how absolutely legitimate we are. So when you wanna call people out first, they must be pointed out. We cannot unite with slave makers, slave owners, traders, turncoats, nor collaborators. It ain't gonna happen like that. Too many of us are black people with white minds. And so when you put people in front who say they speak for us, but at this point it is 2022 going into 2023, and we are still in the same position, if not a little backward from where we were when it comes to our overall progress, I call conspiracy. Now, before anyone says conspiracy theory, conspiracy means when two or more groups, organizations or individuals come together to do something that is evil and or wicked. It is an absolute conspiracy. You have too many black billionaires and millionaires who do not fund projects for black grassroots organizations to come up out of the condition that we are in. Too many people chasing the bag, but you don't get no damn respect because you sacrifice your people to be included in somebody else's group. So, let's stop the nonsense, cut the cap, in the game. This generation ain't playing with this no more. I want us to all understand this. There is a separation here. That's the commercialized right. talking, everyone wants to be soft and talk soft. The enemy doesn't give a damn about nothing you call yourself. You can call yourself a moor, Hebrew Israelite, you say black, you say FBA, all of that. We are considered to them. That's right. That is a very plain, simple reality. If you are a black millionaire but you can't speak the truth, you are nothing but a rich slave. And I will never trade my place with someone who has a lot of money, but no respect for my own people. Too many of us get comfortable once we get a check and we forget what we came from. And you don't want to even go back around your people because you feel like we're not even worth being around. So at this point, again, this is a nice stage, a wonderful event, but knock it off. Those who are really about this, be about it. So that the enemy can say, you know what, we need to stop playing with these people and give them their real respect.
1: I love this brother, RZA. Um, you can tell this brother's educated. You can tell this brother's articulate, and this brother is a visionary. And he just put everything; he laid it out perfectly for us to grab the nuggets. And in his case, this brother was dropping boulders. So again, it's right here for the taking, and we're getting close. And there's a lot of comments about being woke. But you don't have to talk to a baby boomer about being woke. You don't have to talk about Generation X. We have been woke for a long time because we didn't have a choice but to be woke. Thanks for joining the show. Happy Mother's Day. And we'll see you soon. I'm out.